Hey there, thank you so much for listening to Something Super Spiritual. My name is Jeffrey Peck, and I am a psychic medium. If you are seeking conversation with loved ones on the other side, or discussion about spirituality, life after life, and anything in between, join me as we discuss all things spirit. We are collectively experiencing a spiritual awakening right now and recognizing that we are much, much more than we once believed. We don't die and life doesn't end. We are eternal spiritual beings living in this crazy 3D virtual world of existence. Let's talk about it. Hey guys, this week's guest is the fabulous psychic medium Stephanie Lira from Los Angeles, California. This conversation is filled with loads of laughter. Lots of laughter from beginning to end and wonderful nuggets as Stephanie gives us some great spiritual insights and inspiration in following our own spiritual guidance for a fulfilling life. Stephanie Lira is a psychic medium who is passionate about showing others that there is so much more to this life than we know and that our loved ones in spirit are around us sending their love, guidance, and support every day. Enjoy. Okay, Stephanie Lira, I'm so happy to have you here on Something Super Spiritual, the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm so, so excited. (laughs) Stephanie and I know each other from uh, a number of classes years going back with Kobe Rebel. Yeah. And um, she became my my, uh, sister in spirit. (laughs) Absolutely. So Stephanie, um, let's start at the beginning for you. Like, tell people, tell us, what was life like for you growing up? Like, have you always been connected to spirit in a way where you knew that something was different, something was there, you couldn't put your finger on it? Sure. Yeah, you know, and of course, like every medium has their own journey. You know, I'm always slightly jealous of the mediums that were like, oh, I saw spirit when I was five. And totally. <laughs> and for me, that just was not the case. Totally. <laughs> um, it came later for me in life, for sure. And, but I will say that, you know, it happens to everyone when it needs to happen. And now I realize that like it happened to me later in life. However, now looking back, I do notice that there were things that were a little different about me that now makes sense. It's almost like getting like a diagnosis for something that I felt my entire life. It's so true. It's so true. Yes. Right. So I will say that like now looking back, like for example, I was an only child. And so my mom always thought it was a little weird that I could play with my American dolls or whatever dolls for like seven hours straight and like not move. And now in hindsight, it's weird. I was probably talking spirit. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like those little things. Um, And also just like, I think I struggled to just growing up now that I know that I was an empath because I feel like I was, I just knew things about people and like, or would just pick up on feelings and mistake them as my own. Or, um, yeah, I would just like weirdly know if like a boyfriend was lying or something like that. And I never knew why. And now it makes more sense, you know, that's a superpower, right? I mean, I think I, I ignored those, (laughs) 
ignored those feelings and learned my lesson, <laughs> but they <Yes>. definitely <laughs> were there. And just like having like, you know, just feelings about people and tuning into energies. And, and now I realize, um, you know, what was happening that I was not, you know, normal. What were the synchronicities and the experiences that led you to become aware of spirit in a way that you started to open your eyes, open your heart and start to grow into it? Sure. So, I mean, I can talk about when it first started. Does that work too? Yeah, like yeah. how it kind of led? So I, I'm i in the entertainment industry too. So that's a big part of my life. And I was at work at the production company that I was at and a coworker who I had never met came, um, found me at the printer and he was like, Hey, do you believe in mediums? And I thought my coworkers were playing a joke on me because talk about synchronicities. I was editing on a show for TLC called the healer, which was about energy healing. So Char it was, is that Charlie? Yeah. Yeah. Charlie goes, I, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So, um, I got the amazing opportunity to edit on that show. So it was interesting. Talk about synchronicities that I'm like watching the raw footage and watching this guy talk about like his gift in his hands and me realizing like, huh, this is kind of interesting. I kind of feel like similar things. And so anyways, long story short, while I'm on the show, I go to the printer that this coworker comes. I've never met him before. And he was like, Hey, do you believe in mediums? And I was like, excuse me. And he was like, Hey, I have, you know, a friend here. And he gave me a description of a friend that passed, um, that was very close to me in life. And I was just like shook. I was like, excuse me. And so he was like, can I go to your office? I'll give you I'll, like, let me just write some stuff down for you. So he gave me a reading. I could totally take it. And, um, at the end of it, he was like, you know, Steph, I really feel pulled to tell you that I feel like this is a part of your calling. You should like really join a community or something, you know, just to like go for it. And I was like, what? And so that was really the, like the, wow, the beginning yeah. point. And it was wild. Cause now I'm like looking at that printer. And I'm like, God bless that ink because, <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> because kidding. it really was like the piece of paper that changed my life. And now it's funny. Cause that guy, he's also a medium and also works in television. And he's now a dear friend of mine too, but it was kind of like those synchronicities, right. Where you like least expect it, where I was editing on a healing show and then that happened. And then I joined a community and then it just kind of unfolded from there. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say too, if you don't mind me bringing another part of how it began, I do also feel, um, so growing up, I was really close to my grandmother. She was like a mother to me in a lot of ways. We lived together for like a big chunk of my life. And I do feel that once she passed, I also started getting, it was like these synchronicities would start to happen. So I feel like it was like a combination of like both things, like losing my grandmother and then meeting this friend a couple, you know, like a few years later that it kind of like but bam, like just became like, um, you know, just kind of began. Yeah. 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 A lot of us have that story of, of being awakened through trauma yeah, and, and exactly. the trauma of losing your grandmother. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the impetus for you in this, in your story. And that's right. awesome. And then the synchronicity is leading you up to be standing at that printer right. that day. Right. And um, yeah, that's so 
It's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So what happened next? Where did you go? What did you do? Who did you see? Yeah. So then (laughs) I looked up, um, you know, like, where can I find a mediumship community? And I stumbled across Colby Rebels um, uh, website and events. And I saw that she hosted these weekly circles. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sign up for this. I remember texting my friend at the time being like, hey, if I don't make it home, it's because... (laughs) I'm not okay because I'm going to a bunch of, you know, like strangers who say that they talk to people who passed over. So, (laughs) and, um, and it was almost like, I feel like, I felt like I was like looking on Craigslist, you know what I mean? So it was like, and I I wasn't, but it was like that kind of mentality. I was like, what am I doing? And when I walked in there, I instantly knew I was home and yeah. So I really started my studies with Colby. Um, for quite a long time. And then I just kept meeting people from there. And that's how we met together. Yes. <laughs> and so I feel like she really gave me the the push that I needed to like really own this as a part of my life. And so for that, I'm forever thankful for that. So oh, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Stephanie and I met in um, at the end of May in 2019. Yeah, which is so wild that it's yes. like so it's been so it's been, been a little over three years. Yeah. And she and I met at Colby Rebels uh, weekend platform yes. workshop. Yes, yes. That's when you were just starting too, right? Uh, yeah. I, like, I mean, yeah, I was yeah. I was about as fresh as you could be, you yeah. know, and, and, and you were too. And I the was two too. of us are uh, in front of that that group of live real public strangers, you know, but, but look at how it worked for the two of us. I I mean, it it absolutely, I mean, it was, we, it was the real deal. Yes. 100%. And it just, I mean, it just opened my eyes. It opened your eyes. And I mean, I look back to that and this, I mean, uh, we were terrified. Yes. Terrified. I think I cried that weekend. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And we were terrified, but we did it. And yeah. And here we are three years later. Yes. And um, I've been to Arthur Finley. You just got back from Arthur. Yes. Finley. Yes. And, um, you know, we're always developing. This is not anything that it's like, just boom, you learn it and you're off. No, this is a lifelong right. development and 100%. unfolding. 100%. So talk a little bit about your experience at Arthur Finley. Like yeah. what it's so magical there. And I'm curious, and I know other people are curious to know what your experiences were like being sure. in this, like our own little Hogwarts. Yes, you know, yes. and 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 the the magic that happens within as you are are really tapping into spirit all day, every day for about twelve hours. Right. So, right. What, what was the magic like for you? Yeah. Well, first and foremost, I had no idea like what I was signing up for. It was you that actually, you know. Uh, motivated me to do so. So for that, I will always be thankful for. Um, But I, I had no idea that it was 12 hours a day, full transparency. (laughs) (laughs) When I got this schedule, I was like, wait, what? (laughs) And then I was like, oh my God, I think I just signed up for like an army boot camp, but like for spirituality. And so I was like, oh my God, like this is going to be intense, but I was excited. It all came from a place of excitement, but I hadn't, I was going in blind, you know? And so um, what I loved the most was 
never had I ever been in like one place where people from all over the world that come from all different backgrounds of life share, you know, the same, I don't want to say gift because I feel everyone has this gift, but I feel like share, yeah, shares the same, you know, ideas and um, connection with spirit that I've just Mm -hmm. never been used to before. So that in itself, like walking up and down the stairs at Arthur Finley, I was like, where's my cape? I am Harry Potter. Like, this is literally like, where's my wand? (laughs) (laughs) So I definitely that it took me like a day or two to adjust to be like, oh my gosh, like there are other people like me, um, that live their normal lives, but also have this like amazing connection to spirit. And it is normal. Um, and that to me was like the most exciting thing being at Arthur Finley for sure. Yeah. Everybody speaks the same language yeah, and everybody's exactly. there without this, um, surprise. It's like, it is so normal. It's just exactly. totally normal. Yes. Yes. And I feel like there's no judgment. There's no ego. No. It's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, cool. You talk to spirit. Awesome. So do I. And so what about you? And then like, you just like also connect on a different way while, you know, like also learning. And I totally love and agree with what you said. Like we are constantly in a state of growing and evolving with this gift. And so I feel like you're, we all are never going to know all the answers. So you just got to continue growing and learning. And, um, I've already signed up again. So I want to go, like, I want to go back because I just feel like, Yeah. And to be able to study under such incredible tutors there that have such incredible experience, shout out, you know, to Chris Drew and Lynn Prober and Simone there as well. And we had an amazing Mm. assistant teacher, Wendy. I mean, it was just such an honor to be in their space learning from honestly, like the best I feel like. So, yeah. So it was quite, um, an experience that I'll never forget and all things to you for telling me and giving me that push to go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you were supposed to be there. You were absolutely supposed to be there. Tell us about your experiences, like during the day as you're, you're um, doing the, the exercises and the practice sessions and the, did you have any like mind blowing ahas within your own, within your own growth? Oh, 100%. For me, it just felt like, and you know, although we never know like where, I'm a control person. So I love to be like, where am I going to be in five years? We're going to be in 10 years. And, Mm -hmm. you know, going into it, I felt a little like lost in my life path, if I mean, fully honest, but then Mm -hmm. being there, it was like, Hey, you don't need to know what the next 10 steps are of your life. Like this is where you're at. And this is going to be a part of your life. And it's going to be a journey and to just surrender to the unknown and just take it step by step. So for me, it was very healing being there. And that was my biggest aha moment was like, not necessarily like, oh yeah, like that was a wonderful reading where I felt super tapped in. It was more just knowing that like, I am in the right place. I'm right where I need to be. I know that mediumship is a part of my life and I don't need to figure it all out right now, but I know Mm -hmm. that right now I'm supposed to be here learning and meeting these new people. And that to me was my biggest takeaway. And of course, like, I feel like it was you that told me like, Hey, the Wi-Fi spotty, but the spiritual Wi-Fi is like crazy there. And so I definitely felt that. And I, of course, like had those moments of like, Whoa, like I've never been able to do, you know, like get a date or get 
like I got someone's the name of their wedding song with, um, you know, a partner that had passed. Like, so there were definitely those moments of like, whoa, we're tapping in at a different level here and you're learning and growing. Mm -hmm. Um, but I will say my biggest takeaway was more just surrendering to this life path and to just accepting that I am a medium and to kind of embrace that. So that was my biggest takeaway. Oh, that is beautiful. It gives me chili bumps. That is beautiful. Thank you. So, uh, what do you feel like, what do you feel like you overcame while you were there? What were, what were the challenges you were running into stumbling in within that you felt like you, you addressed and overcame when you were there? Sure. I feel that I overcame fear. And, you know, fear will always still creep in. It's not like it's never going to, but I feel like no longer am I fearful to be like who I am and with this gift and just owning it. And then Mm -hmm. also being able to be confident enough that I can make myself shine and be okay with that because I tend to be a little reserved and like introverted in that way. And it makes me uncomfortable. And so being at Arthur Finley, it felt so supportive and everyone was just like, no Steph, like this is what you're meant to do. Like you shine, we all shine. Everyone has to shine because that's how the world gets a better light and a better place, you know? Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I think just embracing myself, embracing my gift and it's okay to be confident in it and, you know, just fully commit to it. And, um, that was kind of my biggest, yeah. My biggest thing I have achieved. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Speaking of fears, Mm -hmm. What were your fears? Oh my goodness. I think there's so many, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? I feel like you and I've talked about this so many times. And so like, oh my gosh, I feel like we're each other's like life gurus. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I feel like the biggest fear is just going into this unknown, right? Like And, you know, I still have my career in the entertainment industry, which I do love so much and very passionate about it. So I'm not like, oh, just going to not do that anymore. I do think in a lot of ways, that's what has helped me be able to do this, you know? So I feel Mm -hmm. like the paths will always kind of like align and cross. But um, I will say one of the biggest fears, though, was just owning it, embracing it and not caring what other people think Mm -hmm. and to just own it and not be so insecure about it or be worried that I'm like freaking people out by talking about it, you know, and being at Arthur Finley, it really like made me realize that, no, this is who you are. So if people, whether at work, your personal or, you know, family life can't handle it, that's on them. That's not you. Like you can't stop being like who you are. Right. So Um, I think a biggest fear I had before that experience and just as I'm growing was uh, fearful of what other people would think. And then also just fearful, like, what am I doing? Like, am I really connecting? Like, why me? You know, and um, I think that over time, the confidence starts building and then you just kind of be like, okay, like it's that trust with spirit, right? Like, oh, that's (laughs) another thing, Jeffrey. I do feel (laughs) that after Arthur Finley, I feel like I trust spirit more. I really do. So Mm -hmm. even like the readings I've had, like since I've been back, I feel just a little bit looser in the sense that I'm like, 
okay, yeah. Like you do readings, like, yeah. And, you know, instead of like, so fearful mm-hmm. of it, and of course mm-hmm. the fear still always comes into some capacity. You're like, oh, is sure. fear going to be there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I hope they're going to be there. Um, <laughs> and they are right. Always. <laughs> I yes. Feel like um, the trust with spirit is something that's I'm, you know, and always continue working on, but has definitely gotten stronger and more affirming. Ooh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Your readings. I know that you focus a lot more on the psychic readings. So talk a little bit about, and I don't think we've even addressed this yet in any of the shows that we've done. So why don't you talk a little bit about the difference between mediumship and psychic? Sure, sure. And you know, it's interesting. I do do both, but I tend to get a lot of hybrids. So I feel like that, you know, like everyone has their own thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, and again, every psychic medium, you know, works differently as we talk about a lot, but um, for me, I will do mediumship. And obviously that's when we're like tuning into your loved ones who have crossed over. Um, And then with psychic readings, I do feel like you know, you're still working with spirit, right? So there is still that like connection. It feels very like a similar style of reading. Like I'm still using my same tools and toolbox. I'm just, you know, it's, I'm just tuning into someone's soul to soul. So for me, my psychic readings are more like, Hey, what's happening in your life right now? What does this person need to hear with the most? And like, let's talk about it. Let, you know, and I will, of course, um, initiate that conversation, right? Like I'm going to tune in, see what I'm getting. And then we unfold validate. And then, you know, like, what are your next steps? Like what are, um, you know, if we're talking about a relationship or career, like what is it about that relationship that's working or not or career? And like, what is the best next step for that person? And that's Mm -hmm. where I've been kind of tailoring my readings because I am a firm believer that we all have this thing called free will and not everything as Lynn Probert taught me is written in stone. Right. So Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, I don't know that I can tell you what's going to happen in five years, but I can tune into what feels good now and let's get some tools to like, get you where you need to be. So that in that five years, you are where you want to be. Does that make sense? Totally. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Mm -hmm. that's like how my readings, um, how I've been tailoring them. Yeah. A lot of people, have the misperception that they come to a psychic for future predictions. Right. Right. And it's, that's not what it's about. Right. I totally agree. I totally agree. I feel like it's, and sure, as you know, we both are psychic mediums, right? Like as you, of course, we're going to get some, like, you know, some hits or like things and that very well do happen. And I do feel that's a little bit like, you know, it's nice to validate and good part of the equation, but I do feel that we need to debunk this like crystal ball theory Mm -hmm. that you come see a psychic that when am I going to get married? When am I going to have a baby? Like, what are all these things when you actually need to really focus on where you're at now and uncover where you're at now and figure out what you need to do now to get to those places. Right. Cause if I just tell you like, yeah, Jeffrey, you're going to get married. It's going to be five months. And well, like, I also feel like I am stunting you living your like life organically, because if I told you like, you're going to meet a guy in March on March 15th. And then if you meet someone like on March 13th, 
you know, you might be like, wait, this is not my nope, person that's not because him. That's Steph, not him. you told nope. me it's on the 15th, <laughs> yep. you know? So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And again, that's just my view on it, right? We've yeah. talked about this. So I feel yeah. like I respect all views, but for me and the way I work, it's more of like an intuitive reading soul to soul, figuring out where you are now and where is like the next step that we can take you to hit those major life points. Yeah. And, and that's a really that's a really great point because um, even though the energy of somebody meeting somebody in the next six months may be right. there, right. you know, there are so many possible trajectories within totally. here to then and so many different free wills from so many different people that are between here and then. And again, everyone works differently and it can have, you know, like different opinions on those. But for me, that's like how I like to treat my readings. So yeah. And you guys, Stephanie's psychic readings are absolutely out of this world. Oh, everybody you, that I have sent to you is just comes away blown away. Oh, thank you, um, Jeffrey. You know, um, Stephanie is able to tap in and and she knows like what is your number one first priority, what's your number two priority, what's your number three priority, <laughs> and she just bangs them all out in order of importance. And oh my god, yeah, I mean that's what they all say. That's what they. I'm just repeating what so I'm being sweet. told. <laughs> Pressure's on now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Thank you, Jeffrey. That's but it's true. Scary. It's so true. Thank you. And I also feel like too, I also do hybrid sessions too, which we've talked about where you start off mediumship and then go psychic too. So that's also another avenue too of what I provide. Where you start out with one and end with the other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you ever find that they support each other? Like let's say whoever you bring through in spirit might be supporting whatever issue, topic, uh, career, relationship, whatever that comes through in the psychic reading where it all just kind of like supports. Sure. A hundred percent. I really do feel that let's say I was tapping into your grandfather first and we had that reading and then oftentimes a grandfather will kind of show me like what's going on in your life. And then it just segues. Right. And then it's like, okay, with love, like your grandfather, I feel like he's still around helping guide that session. And obviously I just made that up, you know what I mean? But like, so I do feel that spirit, it's kind of like a wave, right? Like it's like starting off mediumship, going into psychic, and then they're kind of like helping and kind of, but then you just, you know, you take it to a different uh, vibration. Right. So then it's like, becomes more of a conversation. Right. But mm -hmm. it, I do absolutely believe that our loved ones are helping in those sessions as well. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. For, for people who are wondering whether they have psychic abilities, spiritual capabilities, I know you and I both believe that we all have this, yes, um, but yes. for those people that are wondering, I believe that they're feeling it. And there is yes. a higher capacity. If they are wondering, if they're feeling it, they're, they're, they're being pinged. So what yes. do you have to tell yes. these people who are, yeah. are starting to go, hmm, there's more to this? Yeah, 100%. I love this topic so much because like we've talked about, first and foremost, I feel everyone has a gift. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important to talk about because, and not everyone has the same gift. And that's what makes it like, okay, because there's room for everyone to express themselves. And not everyone is going to be a medium and a psychic professionally, but they could use it in their acupuncture practice as a doctor, as a therapist, as 
whichever, like working in your day-to-day, if you're at a grocery store, you know, you could use your intuition in so many different ways um, and all different types of jobs. So I feel like it's, you know, I always say it's like, we can all learn to speak Spanish, but we can't all be fluent, right? So you and I just happen to be fluent, but everyone can learn Spanish. So I think it's really important that if you start to feel a little nudge or I don't know, I have some girlfriends now that are like, oh my God, I think I get premonitions now. And I was like, yeah, 100% you do, you know? And so I feel like it's like running, like you just like need to like trust that first muscle, like trust that, okay, I can run this half or walk this first half mile and then walk another and keep pushing it forward. Mm -hmm. And then you'll be so surprised as to how more like how you can trust your gut the most, you know, and get stronger with that. So I feel that if you're feeling like that nudge or paying to not be scared of it, because it's so easy for our logical mind to just doubt it, right. Be like, wait a second. Like I just got this hit, but I'm going to ignore that because this is fake. Yeah. Logical override, total logical. Oh, I love Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So I feel like I say, go for it. Like, why not take an intuition class? Like Colby has plenty. So that's a good place Mm -hmm. you can start or like, just look up ways to, you know, um, maybe take like 10 minutes out of your day and sit with yourself and really be like, Hey universe, like, what do you need me to learn today? And just like a simple practice to help you start like tuning into yourself. Right. And I Mm -hmm. actually feel like Chris was the one that taught me that. So I can't take the credit for all that, but, um, it is just like working on growing your intuition and growing, you know, expanding your gut instincts. And I feel like, don't be scared of it, I guess, is to wrap it all up. (laughs) Do you meditate? You know, I wish I was one of those people that were like, I meditate every single day for a, like an hour. Um, I am not that person. It takes me, I have to really, <laughs> it's like a chore. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm like, I'm sounding like the worst spiritual person. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> um, but I will say it's extremely important. And I'm trying to just do 10 minutes a day now of just sitting in silence. Mm -hmm. But I will say I do love um, walking on the beach. And for me, that is like a huge meditative experience for me is just putting on music and just walking. So I've been encouraged um, by Lynn to actually walk on the beach and take off the headphones. So keeping Mm -hmm. it like in silence too. So it's really just about like finding what works for you. Cause I'm someone who cannot sit still. Like mm-hmm. that is not me. Understood. So whether it's, yeah, like mm-hmm. running or walking. So it's like finding what works for you. And you know, what's kind of funny, Jeffrey, I will say one of my favorite things, total sidebar is mascara. Like if the world was ending and someone was like, you have one thing to pick, what would it be for survival? It would be my mascara. Like that <laughs> is it. <laughs> like that's all I need. Um, and so I really, that when I'm putting, it's like a routine for me in the morning. And when I'm putting on mascara, I tend to be the most open and spirit will talk to me while I'm putting on mascara. Like I will literally get life advice from my spirit guides when I'm putting on mascara. So also God bless the mascara. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, you know, it's about being present in that moment open and receptive. And that's what you're doing. You're just focusing on one thing and that's putting on your mascara where in meditation you're, you know, you're asked to focus on your breath 
That's what you're focusing right. on. Right. But for so right. many of us, it's just so hard to sit still. It's just so yes. hard to sit still. It's so hard. So when you're out walking on the beach, again, you're focusing on one thing. You're just walking on the beach in silence. Yes. You know? Yes. And, and yes. it's a moving meditation. You know, I, I tell people all the time, if if it's difficult for you to sit still and, and let's say you love to garden. Okay. You know yes. what? Go out, get on your hands and knees and pull weeds. 100%. That is meditation. You know, that's 100%. a moving meditation. 100%. That, and don't get me wrong. Like I do, I do do sleep meditations every night. I will mm-hmm. say it helps me go to sleep. If you're someone who's kind of wired, like yep. I am, mm-hmm. I do a sleep meditation. It really knocks me out and that really helps. So I do love guided, but I agree with you. I feel like we also need to debunk this myth that you have to like sit in silence for 45 minutes or an hour every day in order to like expand your gift. And I just feel like spirits, at least for me, doesn't work in that way, you know, but I do agree that you do need to have some sort of like meditation process. So just figuring out what that is for you is what's right, because that's what works for you. Even if it's putting on your mascara. Even if it's putting on your mascara. <laughs> now that's, maybe that should be my new logo. It's like a mascara. <laughs> the mascara wearing medium. medium. <laughs> or maybe that'll be my merchandise one day, Jeffrey. Mascara, yes. Stephanie's mascara. <laughs> Watch out, Kylie Jenner. <laughs> Stephanie's products are coming in. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. What advice do you have for people? who are unsure about their gifts, mm-hmm. their, um, whether it's real or not, sure. uh, wh- where they should go, what they should do. What do you suggest people? What do you think? What do you say that their, their first step is? Yeah. Well, the first step I say is do your best to not have to think about the 100th step of like, okay, I feel like I have all these things. So I need to be the best medium in the world tomorrow or so, you know, like have that expectation. And I'm just realizing that it's not about being the best. It's about being the best for yourself and being, um, present with where you're at in your journey. And so I feel like a lot of times we can be afraid of our own power And I also feel like my biggest advice is to just not be afraid of yourself because you're so powerful and you are your most powerful guide, no matter like, I feel like this is not a good thing to say when I'm giving readings, but no matter how many readings you can get at the end of the day, you know, it's like trusting yourself and your path. And I feel like if you feel that nudge, just go for it and you'll see where it will unfold. You know, the sky's the limit and Lord knows in this climate, we all, we need so many people to shine their own specific light in this world, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So my biggest piece of advice is to not be scared of yourself and scared of your power because that is a gift. And so, yeah. So I say, just go for it. (laughs) Beautiful. Yes. 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 And where can people find you? How do they find you on social media? I know you're on sure. uh, a few platforms, but where are you yes. most found? Yes. Um, I am on Instagram at Stephanie Lira Medium and also um, online on my website at stephanielira.com. And you can just book your session there. So I would say go to the website over Instagram. And who inspires you? Ooh. 
Oh, that's such a good question. You know what, Jeffrey? I can't pick one person because I feel that so many people in my life inspire me in a lot of different ways, including yourself. (laughs) Um, But I feel like I was just talking to someone about this. I love the term. Okay. So this is going to be a little bit random, but do you know the book um, Wild by Cheryl Stray? Yes. And it, she basically, she walked the PCT and that book's one of my favorite books of all times. And something that I learned from that is through her journey, she met what's called these trail angels. And on the PCT, you get trail angels who help you like with food or give you a ride to the next stop or whatever. And I love that term so much because I realize I have so many incredible trail angels in my life. And so, um, I honestly am just inspired by everyone who I've just come across along the way, um, you know, and yeah. And of course, you know, shout out to Colby because she really was the one that gave me my wings to really mm-hmm. go for this. So, you know, she was my, you know, star trail angel. And then it's like meeting you and my other friends. And then even meeting just like coworkers who support me on this journey. When I came out to my coworkers, when I was like, so nervous, like, how are they going to take me seriously? And they even book readings, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's like, everyone kind of like inspires me to just like believe in myself and to keep moving forward. So yeah. Does that answer your question? (laughs) Well, you know, it totally does. And it speaks to, it speaks to the, the fear that we go through when we're taking our first steps with spirit. And really starting to learn and understand our spiritual senses and understand what they feel like and what they mean and how do I sense them and how how are they for me? And you've got these people that come across your path who believe in you enough that keeps you going because you don't believe in yourself yet. So you have those, you have those people that believe in you more than you do yourself. And and it's it's that that just like they're part of my trail angels, you know, like yeah. you're talking about that just yeah, because without that, I mean it, the the insecurities, the fears, you know, all of that's just so it's so easily to be taken over by right, right. And right. when you've got those people that are just you know holding you up, lifting you up energetically, yeah. you know, yeah, that's so amazing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's such a eloquent way of putting it. And that's exactly how I feel. (laughs) (laughs) What else do you want to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to be professional. It's so hard for us to keep quiet together. I was like, wait, do I talk? Do I not talk? (laughs) Do you have any readings that stand out in your mind that left you completely blown away? as you were witnessing the springboard of healing for the people in front of you? Sure. I think my biggest aha moments or favorite moments just as a whole with readings um, is when you get something so specific and you just see the person's energy just go into a mode of fully trusting you because you just got something that was so such an aha that like, it could be as simple as like bananas, you know what I mean? And then be like, oh my gosh, like we had a banana tree together and that was our thing together. And so it's in that moment, I get the most excited because I'm like, oh my God, I am connecting to another world that is present. And 
And how exciting is that, right? To be able to be a messenger, right? Totally. So it's mm-hmm. like, I just feel like we're messengers to help people know that there is so much more to this life than we know and to bring them that healing that their loved ones are still there. I think that's like, I think my biggest like um, aha moment, I would mm-hmm. say, you know, are those little moments. And because I also find like the little moments are the bigger aha moments, right? Mm-hmm. And to see someone just fully trust you and then all of a sudden maybe have a little bit of their life perspective change, right? Because sometimes mm-hmm. you'll get skeptics, which I love getting skeptics because I always love talking about, um, you know, this subject just as a whole. So yeah. I feel like when you have someone who is a skeptic, it's so exciting because first of all, they just signed up. So they're like, Hey, I'm already slightly open to something, even though I might not come across that way, mm-hmm. you know? And so those are also one of, more of my favorites because yes, they're challenging, but once you see that like energy shift change of like, whoa, how did you know that? How did you bring in my mother? She would have been, I just did that yesterday. And then there's like an energy lift and you're like, whoa, okay. I got him. Like that gives me chills. Even just speaking about seriously, that, it's right. True. Like, <laughs> it's like, whoa, you just, you know, you may not have changed everything, but you just changed someone's life, you know, mm-hmm. you know, a new small way. It does. And so, that is a springboard yeah. in itself. It really inspires hope. Yes, exactly. And it inspires that wonder and the curiosity. Yes. Yes. And yeah, that's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like how exciting is that? Like to know that your loved ones are still next to you or on a psychic reading, like if I tune in and I'm like, Hey, Jeffrey, like you took a bubble bath today and went, (laughs) you know, read like your favorite book. You'd be like, Oh, you know, like, how did you know? Like, I feel like it's in those moments where there is hope that there is a higher power in whatever that is for you, right? That yep. is watching over you and guiding you, right? So, yeah. Totally. Another thing I'm realizing too um, is that a lot of people just want to talk about what your perspective is on the other side and life. So, I've been finding too, like, the more I grow and become open to this, like, people that you would have never guessed would like be interested in just asking you a simple question about it. That kind of like grows tenfold and just being able to like talk about it and share what my version is of like the afterlife or whatever you want to call it. It's kind of cool because you start to realize that a lot of people are open to this subject. They just never had permission to talk about it. And what is your version? Oh, <laughs> my version is, you know, I feel like we said earlier, like we're all on a journey and we don't have all the answers now, but I totally, without a doubt, feel that there's life after death a hundred percent. And I do feel that, do I know what that world looks like? No, but I do feel that there are, um, there is a higher power and it can be whoever you want to name it, but I do feel there's something watching over us and guiding us. And, um, yeah, that's what I believe. So, um, and I'm a true believer. Oh, this is fun. 
I'm a true believer that as humans, we focus too much on what we can see and not what we can feel. And so when a lot of people are like, oh, you know, aliens or, you know, other beings, like, I want to be able to see them, see them. And, um, you know, I don't know what my views are. So I, the word alien is so controversial, but I just mean like <laughs> it's spirit okay. or whatever you want to call it. Like, I feel like if you just take a minute and just start to really trust how you feel, you're already tuning in to other possibilities around you instead of us humans being so fixated on having to see it. So my other belief system is like, just knowing that I'm so open to any possibility because you just feel that there's something more than what we know. Right. And to not rely on your eyes. So, yeah. Believing is seeing. Exactly. There you go. That's so good, Jeffrey. (laughs) That was like the perfect tagline. Like if there was a subject line to the conversation, it was that. (laughs) Believing is seeing. So yeah. So I just feel like whatever it is that you believe, if you feel that, you know, that is your truth. So yeah. Do you have any last words of inspiration? Last words of wisdom? Any little uh, words that you'd like to impart on our listeners? Ooh, I think my biggest one is that I feel like life is too short to not be living your best life. And I feel like there's so often times that we're doing what we have to do instead of what like we would want to do or need to do. And don't take me wrong. Like having your job is important and doing it, you know, like the daily muggle things that you Mm -hmm. need to do is absolutely important and gives you purpose. Right. But I do Mm -hmm. feel that my biggest advice is life is too short to put off that trip that you've always wanted to go to or try a new class on meditation or write that book that you've always been wanting to do. Because I feel like, um, I feel like when you start to pull, like put things off, it's like, you're not being present, you know? And so my biggest piece of advice is to just go with what path makes you the happiest and what path, um, brings you the most like fulfillment and just makes, yeah. Like just doing things that, yeah, like fuel your tank. I just think it's so important because I know that, and we talk about this too, like it can be like, you know, the daily routines of life of getting like, you know, adulting, right. And Mm -hmm. how adulting cannot be fun. But my biggest advice is just to remember to sprinkle some sort of thing that makes you happy on a daily basis, because that's what life is about. Because before you know it, life goes by so fast and you're like, wait, I should have written that book. Oh my God. I didn't take that trip or, oh my God, I always wanted to do yoga, but I didn't. And now you know, I don't have good legs. I don't know what it is, you know? So Mm -hmm. my biggest advice is to just go for it, be fearless and yeah, own your power. Beautifully stated. That was awesome. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Jeffrey. Um, I have the best time. Thanks for having me. I feel so so honored to be here. (laughs) I love you to smithereens and beyond. I love you too. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That could be our new phrase. I love you to smithereens and beyond. (laughs) Oh. Thank you again for listening to the Something Super Spiritual Podcast. If you know someone who would enjoy this episode, please do share it with a friend. 
For show notes, links, and to purchase a mediumship reading, my website is somethingsuperspiritual.com. You can also easily subscribe and follow the show on your favorite app, sign up for my newsletter for bonus content, and to keep the conversation going, you can easily join the Facebook community. It's all right there at the website, somethingsuperspiritual.com. Signing off for now, namaste. Namaste.